You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Outdoor Edge introduces the all-new Razor Guide Pack. Coming in at 12 ounces and in a premium wax canvas roll pack for compact storage and travel, the Razor Guide Pack is seven blades in total, including a 5-inch replaceable blade folding knife, a 3-inch replaceable blade caping knife, and the flip and zip saw for wood or bone. Whether you're hunting the back 40 or chasing game deep in the backcountry, the Razor Guide Pack has it all. For more information, visit OutdoorEdge.com. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with your hosts, Nate, Micah, and Andy. He's back. Yeah. Still not done farming, but he's no. back for tonight. We were just making right. fun of you guys, like, slowest farmers. <laughs> it's fine. It ain't worth shit anymore anyway. <laughs> I feel like you're over it already. Do you get like this every year? You're just like, I'm just done. I'm done yeah. farming. It kind of gets to a point you're just ready to be, be done, but... We were too dry for a long time, and we kind of kind of stopped planting just to get some moisture back in the ground. And now we have moisture back in the ground, but we're too wet to plant, so we're kind of in that lull. So, you know, hopefully this weekend we can knock it out and almost finish up. It's supposed to get rain Friday. Yeah, I don't think it's supposed to be that much. So, yeah. if it is, yeah, it's gonna push us back even farther. So, we're getting there. Yeah, well, you ain't got too much left though, do you? No, a couple hundred acres. So yeah. we're. You probably need to replant some, plant some corn, though. It's getting a little thin, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, uh, we'll get into our sponsor, but I did some uh, Lucky Buck dumping a couple days ago or last week, and I, I dumped some spots for Andy out at his spot. And I just walked right over that corn. I didn't I didn't care. Mm. Hitting the tops <laughs> off. Yep, I just was kicking Shocker. it as I was walking through. Shocker. <laughs> I, did, I didn't do That's that. That's because it was tickling. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys are in it in just ridiculous. Um, so I'll tell you something Micah did for the first time last week, which I'm surprised we haven't heard heard a bunch of bitching from our uh, listeners. You know how you were doing the dad jokes for a long time, yeah, and then kind of sw- switched over to Micah doing Chuck Norris jokes. Yeah, Micah did his first Chuck Norris joke in a while. Nice last week. It was hilarious, by the way, but. Actually, and you I, listened to that show. <laughs> I, I heard it, and I'm trying to think of what it was. I it was the recall. uppercut. Uh, what do you call a giraffe? Yeah, that's right. It's just a horse that's been uppercutted by Chuck Norris. <laughs> and I don't, which that's a pretty good one. I don't have one this week, so you're just gonna have to deal with that. Uh, that's all right. I mean, you made up your own on the fly one time. That's probably my favorite one you've ever made. I did. Not, Not tonight, though. <laughs> Not tonight. Um, what are we? What are we doing today? What are we doing? A little fishing. Well, fishing action. We've da- like we've talked and done more fishing in the last. I don't know when did we go. That was last. Last sa- was that last Saturday? Five days ago, yeah. Yeah, last Saturday we, me and Andy and our buddy Daryl, we all went out and we did some bow fishing, and that was Andy's first time, my second yeah. time, and Andy caught the bug. 
So oh, it's, dude, that was, <laughs> he's that was been, freaking awesome. I loved it. He did the same thing I did and started sending, hey, man, <laughs> we could totally buy this boat right here. Get this boat. <laughs> yeah, you guys have been sending me boats on Facebook nonstop. He, tomorrow, like if it works out, because we're hoping to go again tomorrow night, uh, if it works out, you might be doing the same thing. You might be like, you know what? This would be a great investment. Uh-huh. We just need to. It's a write-off. We need to get him back on. Exactly. Who writes it off? (laughs) Write-off people. Dude, I found the perfect one. It's a combination of almost like a pontoon, but it's not. See, that's the thing. It's a flat-bottom boat. You can have people people on it, like family. That didn't look like a flat-bottom boat to me. It is. Is it? If you look at it, it's a flat-bottom boat that they've kind of retroed, put the family seats on, but the front still has the deck with the lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I would would think about it. You two are losers. It, dude, it was a blast. I I know it's a blast. It's it's a lot of fun. But you two are losers. What are you doing? Um, looking. So I actually saved the final turkey numbers. You already talked about. No, them. that was the season wasn't over by then yet. That was just through that point in the season. I saved the final and uh, oh wait, it's in my email. We're not. So talking. anyway, we were bow fishing. We guess how many birds were uh, tar- or killed this year. 43,000. Just under 42. Okay. That's like 7,000 more than last year or something. Yeah, like 30-something last year. Yeah. All right. Move. Proceed. Oh, I was just kind of making fun of you. I was a yeah. Y'all but went no, bow fishing. Did, yeah, we went bow fishing. And you, we you. landed, and it took a team effort because all <laughs> three of us got an arrow in this thing. This video better be posted. We'll post it at post some it, point. Yeah. But, like, so me and Daryl, we tag-teamed up on this freaking big old was it buffalo 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 carp buffalo carp we get it to the boat and we both pick up our arrows and we're picking up the fish at the same time trying to get it back in the boat trying to get it in the boat and as soon as we get it up it falls out and if you look like your air watch the video your arrow comes out first and that kind of creates like this like a effect and it pops off of daryl's arrow and dude we're like oh no because we were like dude hollering like this thing was huge and well, we must have messed it up enough. We we're in shallow enough water. Andy was recording this, and he's like, "Oh crap!" He puts his phone down, and then Andy was able to get an arrow in it, and we got it close enough. And then we then we used the uh, was it gaff? Gaff, the, yeah, yeah. Used the gaff to get it in the boat. But the, I mean, we sh- I wish we would have had a scale, but that thing it, it was, was a big one. It was forty ish pounds. You know, it it's could large. have been tickling fifty. I don't know. We'll it, post, was, it was heavy. We'll post the pictures yeah. soon. Uh, it was it was a big fish. Yeah, I mean Daryl. Daryl bow fishes all the time, and, and, he, and he said that was the biggest one that he's ever gotten. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So and, it, yeah, three it, plus years, pretty like hardcore, like yeah, quite no, a bit. No, he's pretty hardcore about it. So uh, and so I mean that's pretty sweet. It's pretty nice. Hoping to go tomorrow. Hoping. Uh, speaking of fishing, yeah. today we talked to a new friend of ours, Dalton Gorham. Yep. Uh, about crappie fishing. Yeah, he's a big. Uh, crappie tournament hunter or fisherman hunter. yeah <laughs> whatever you want to well, call I it well i mean with life scope it's kind of like that. I mean, <laughs> it's it kind of like, like him. Him. yeah for sure so uh but yeah we get into him get into it with him uh, about crappie tournaments uh what he does how they do it him and his dad they're a team they've been doing it for a long time so uh pretty for good information time. dude 19 <laughs> well, his dad's been doing it. But yeah, but see, <laughs> he's been doing tournaments since he's been 14. So yeah, he's right. got I mean, he's been doing it tournaments in it. 30% of his life. Yeah. And he, I guarantee he's been fishing before that cuz he said his dad he used grew to up do doing some it. Yeah. So, pretty cool story. Pretty good stuff. Uh 
this is more based on like lake fishing than right. it is pond, as far as pond ponds. Stuff. We talk about ponds, but a little you know, bit. It's not really what he does, right? Uh, anymore, or you know, just uh, how they choose to hunt when they get the, or hunt fish. You did it to me. <laughs> uh, how they choose to fish when they get the time, they're going to the lake to, to that lake, yeah. and they're doing those tournaments because that's what they have the time for. I mean, so. here in Missouri, we're blessed with uh, a lot of good fishing lakes, so yeah. uh, they make it happen. So let's do some sponsors before we get into this show. Let's do it. You don't so get it up on the I big don't, screen. I don't I don't have it so. up on the big screen, my bad. Uh let's start with uh on X and there's a reason I want to. Okay. On X maps, use the code M well, oh, I said we weren't we gonna do that. But Nate, use the code MWW twenty for twenty percent off on their website. I'm gonna be spending a lot of time on On X. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. I got some information yeah. yesterday Big that uh I drew a Wyoming elk tag. Like a very sought a very after. sought after Wyoming oak tag that I wasn't even planning on drawing. It was just like, yeah, screw it, we'll do it. Well, not and just you either. Me and my brother-in-law Russell, uh, who's been on our show several times, and it's kind of the general tag. Like, yeah, like it's the tag you want. We can right? hunt anywhere basically that there's general tags in the state of Wyoming, and uh, so. For archery and rifle. The entire season, yeah. You have to buy an archery stamp, I think it's called, to go bow hunting. And then if you don't happen to kill one with the bow and you want to go back rifle season, you can. Um, so my whole world just changed and our world's changed because that's going to affect our Colorado trip possibly, yeah. all kinds of stuff. But um, we drew that, so that's badass. And I'm going to be spending a lot of time on Onyx Doing some over scouting. the next few months. Um you know, shout out to our friend Chad Parsons with the uh, Veterans Health Foundation of Wyoming, by the way. Um, you know, he's been – I told him about it, and he's already been helpful. And I think he's going to help po point us in some directions and stuff like that. So, um, really appreciate that from, from his perspective. And, uh, you know, because me and Russell, like, we didn't do a whole lot of homework when we put in this tag. Oh, the odds of you, like, drawing this was We're next, none. Uh, so, I, we looked at it again. I looked at Go Hunt. 0.7%. Because our our odds were two points, and we drew, so it was just like you know what. The only reason we did it is because we heard Wyoming might be changing a lot of stuff, right. which may or may not happen. But you know they did stuff with moose, and I think it was bighorn last year. Mm -hmm. So you know we were thinking, okay, well we might get forced out, you know, or whatever's going to happen with that. Take your chance. So we're now. like, f it, we've got two points, we might as well try it. Damned if we didn't. So that's awesome. Um that happened so gonna be using that on x app and doing a lot of saved maps because we don't know service we don't know anything about well we don't even know where we're going yet but right. um the homework was next to nothing we just put the, put the draw in so check them out on x maps download the app uh lucky buck uh, i dropped my second bucket the other day me too so i think we did it the same day or day after each other something like that I like yeah. that reel you just you put up the kids. Yeah, that was a good one. You do they, you they, do a good job with those. They like playing in the well. They like the smell of it. So <laughs> you're gonna be looking over it. there and Loss is just gonna be like <laughs> licking. It. I can see. It. Oh, he <laughs> oh he has tried that stuff before. He's like, it ain't bad. It ain't bad. <laughs> like candy apple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eating eating the freak factor. <laughs> yeah. It's like corn. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you put the lucky bug down. You put freak factor around it. Yeah, that's the first time I've had the freak factor. So I just wanted to see what it does. Yeah, I thought about doing that. I just didn't. 
should. I know that you're like <laughs> like you can mix it with corn or whatever, but I just I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna try it. I was really so far behind. I had to have Nate put my shit out. <laughs> I mean, it happens. I did do it. I did do it. Yeah. So uh, I your cameras that were out, I, I flipped them all off, but I think they're all dead. They're all dead. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. But yeah, check out Lucky Buck. Obviously, you should have mineral out by now. I just got some photos today of some some bucks. Um, because I got excited, we'll get into that. Got some stumps coming. Yeah, we'll get into that a a little bit with our cameras, but um, they're definitely hitting mineral, that's for sure. This is way, you're way behind at this point, so get it out there if you haven't. Uh, Speaking of cameras, reveal cams. Reveal sale cams. Um, Me and Micah got a little, I guess, excited. I just wanted to, like, get one set up and, and get it out there. First off, freaking simple. To set one up. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean you download the app, minutes. you turn the camera on, and you follow the steps on the app, and it's set up. Mm-hmm. And then when I went out there, I set up what I liked about it, and I did a reel, I think, on this. I set up a, a, a Reveal X Pro, and when you turn the camera on, there's a screen, LCD screen, that shows you what the camera's looking at, Yeah. what, what you're seeing in the camera. So you can just sit there and move the camera. Get it where you want it. Th- you don't need to worry about, like, I used to take my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, like I do a front facing picture and like, all right, that's what it's looking at. Or, you know, I would go stand in front of the camera and kind of pretend like if I'm a deer, I'm, you know, that looks about right. And then inevitably you'd get your first photo and they'd be, you know, 10 degrees too high or whatever. So that was really nice. Plus, as soon as I got the damn camera on, it was sending me pictures. So I could also just use the pictures I had. So pretty sweet. Um, so check them out. Reveal cameras by Tacticam. Uh, Black Ovis. Use the code MWW10 for 10% off. Um, and uh, you probably need to do some shopping. You might need say, to yeah. start. I don't, know, I don't know, man. Thinking about some different things because you well, know if you guys are going to go up. You're probably drop camping up there, so you're going to have to look at you know maybe some freeze dried meals, some Got all some kinds of, of stuff. That, that well, I mean, yeah, you, might need more. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Lot, lot to think about. Hydration pack. I'm going to be using black, uh, black Ovis for that. I can guarantee you that. Um, and then as a as a, a tie-in company, we got Camo Fire. Flash Shale. I haven't been on it for a couple weeks, actually, but I need to I know. I'm getting a little on. busy. I bet I've been, like, going through, like, I've been downstairs a lot, like, organizing my room, you know, like, my camp, you know, everything I got as far as hunting-wise. And uh, so I need to. You know, find out what holes I got and start looking for those holes. You know, <laughs> holes I got in my system. All right, buddy, Pat, he's always picking up some pretty sweet hats and shirts. They always got really good deals cheap. on, like, their Russell had a hat. cool cool shirt on the other day. I was, I was, uh, I'm, he got, obviously it was a camo fire shirt, so I know where he got it. today. They got all kinds of packs on there. Some sleeping pads. Hey, you might need a sleeping pad. Got, I think I got one. See, that's what I, I have some stuff. I'm pretty sure I got a one person tent, but I don't remember. Freaking throwing knives. Throwing knives. Hell yeah. Just get you some. Throw a knife in an elk's eye. Just be done with it. That's right. What you're saying. Uh, so, yeah, camo fire. Uh, River's Edge tree stands. <laughs> we just made a joke during the show about. <laughs> got to get these put together. Yeah, you and me got some work to do because we got ourselves several doubles. Mm-hmm. And uh, not that they're a pain in the ass to put together, but they they just kind of are, right? Like, it's just, just a. It's not something you really feel like doing, you, you know, gotta putting together a tree together. stand. And, I know? mean, River's Edge has some very good options for us. We're both, you know, thinking 
ahead a little bit. Mike already got some last year of, you know, taking kids. We got some buddy stands so we can mm-hmm. take kids with us this year. and We got to get them put together. And then in my situation, I got to then replace two singles with some of those doubles. Mm-hmm. So it's like just a pain, which I know I'll have help, you know, doing that. But just it's always been a pain. You know what I'm saying? So we need to get to it. But check out River's Edge Tree Stands, River's Edge uh, Midwest Gunworks. Man, they uh, – well – it's funny. I discussed possibly going rifle hunting out in Wyoming, mm-hmm. and then the whole like, okay, what what would I take? You know, do I want to be suppressed? I've got a three hundred wind mag. It's not suppressed though, and uh, you know, do I want to take that or do I do I need to get something different uh, and uh, get with our buddy or boy Cameron over at Midwest Gunworks and you know. F- figure something I else think out. it's a good excuse to get a new gun. <laughs> I mean, you know, babe, I just don't have a Wyoming gun. <laughs> uh, you know, if if for some reason we went out with rifles, I think it would be the 300 that would go. Yeah. Just I mean, I'd, I'd say it doesn't need your, to be suppressed. Out of your, no. Out of, out of you your, can use my 65 uh, if you want it. Artillery, right. that's, that's the one I would end up picking. Yeah, that's out of your out of yours, I would use that one. Right. So, uh but if I need to, I, I can go to Midwest Gunworks and can find ammo, all that stuff. Seven millimeter PRC is what I, I want for my next big game gun. Why don't you just go buy it and I can test it out for you? No. Oh. I've heard a lot of good things about that gun. I, it just intrigues me severely. I have a feeling I know someone who will probably have one if he does. Go. Who? Russell. Oh, obviously. Me and him have talked about it before. Because <laughs> he's a big seven millimeter mag fan. Which he's got one, right? Yeah, and uh, that seven millimeter PRC is pretty. Yeah, pretty it's a it's a it's a, a distinct possibility, you know, if we don't if we come back empty handed, going back with archery. Rifle. Oh, I would making a trip back up for a couple of days, a weekend, I mean, whatever it might it's be. Pretty yeah. much the only shot we're probably gonna have in mm-hmm. next decade to do it. Right. So, uh, might as well try it out. We'll see. But uh, Midwest Gunworks is a great place to look for some of that stuff. Athlon Optics, that's going to be the glass I'm going to have on top of whatever I'm taking. And your Currently, binos, your rangefinder. <laughs> spotting scope. Yep. Because I don't know I would what think terrain you, you're getting into, right? Yeah. you probably More than likely, you would be able to get into some of that stuff where you can actually spot and stalk. It depends on where you go. Like, there's the uh, the Red Desert or something out there that's mm-hmm. apparently pretty good, and that's basically just sagebrush desert. Well, yeah. you're not, you're not like just walking around for elk and that you're spotting them, you know? Right. And, uh, so I gotta, God, I gotta get with our, our boy at Athlon too. Cause I don't have a spotting scope. Might have Better to get loaded up, man. Get with them. Yeah. Start thinking I don't even know what stuff. kind of binoculars I've got, to be honest with you. Like eight by 28 is the biggest I got right now. That's all you need. Be fine. Yeah. I'd at least get some 10 by 42s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what I got, but, uh, so anyway, check out Athlon Optics. Uh, all their cool new stuff. They got some cool new uh, T-shirts too. Yep, uh, I did just see those. Yeah, which I don't remember. I, I don't think I ever any ended up getting some. I need to, but uh, they got some cool new. I guess what you call it, logo wear. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm a fan of logo wear. For sure, I'm, I'm wearing our explicit outdoor shirt right now. Mm-hmm. Andy's wearing our Missouri Woods and Water shirt. What you got on, Micah? True Classic. I don't know what that means. It's a brand. Just a shirt. Yeah, yeah True you. Classic. All right, uh, and Weber Outfitters. We're gonna be making a field trip. Next few weeks, dates. I think yeah. we're actually just we talking keep, about we dates. We keep telling people that we just haven't done it yet. We're, we're well, actually we going we set, to. We, yeah. we think we've come up with a date that's going to work for all of us. Yeah, we just gotta. I'm waiting on you guys. Just waiting on you. Pieces of the puzzle. Well, not all of us have a seasonal job, Micah. <laughs> it's not seasonal. I'm still working. You're a farmer. 
I'm also a banker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, but you have banker's hours, though. First yeah. off, you <laughs> somebody own... let me know what those are because my cell phone rings Did all the time. Did he just call time. himself a banker? Yeah. Remember when he gets mad at us for saying he I'm owns a, a bank? Loan, I'm a loan Ooh, officer. He owns a bank, so I think you can make your own hours. I'm not even going to have this argument. <laughs> do you not own a bank? No, I do not own a bank. <laughs> I think you do. He keeps saying he doesn't, but, well, he acts like he does. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You know high what I'm like how many times has he walked into yeah. my basement, our studio, with like wads of cash, just like <laughs> flaunting them? Literally never. Bullshit. Like tonight, you were just like, "Look at my bands," and I'm like, "What's bands?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Morel targets. Wait, are we done with that Weber? Yeah. So anyway, Chuck, everybody's out at Weber Outfitters. Uh, bows are what obviously they're going to be really pushing right now, and what they're doing. Uh, they pretty much sell every big brand out there except for one, who I will not name. So, I mean, yep. you can pretty much get them all. And then finally, Morel Targets. Uh, not really shooting into mine currently because I'm waiting to get the new setup. Right. Kind of like you were saying, Mike. I yeah. feel like I'm just like almost wasting my time if I'm just going to be switching my bone out. But so eventually they'll get used. But right now they're not. Yep. Uh, and I think that's our – uh, sponsors for today. Sponsors. Uh, check out our website. Keep saying it. MissouriWoodsAndWater.com I have added to my gear page. I've done a few videos that I need to upload to our YouTube and then there'll be links on to, into that specific piece of gear and that's we'll keep building that. Um, we get a lot of questions on what we use and I think that gear page will be nice. The problem is we gotta, you know, we gotta build it. So yeah. it's gonna be a process. We'll work on it. Uh, I still haven't even shown Andy how to do his nope. yet. So one of these days. Yeah. It probably won't be tonight either. No. Nope. So <laughs> anyway, uh that's the sponsors. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening, folks. Let's get into today's show with Dalton Gorham about crappy. Crappy. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. All right, let's get this show going. With us tonight, we got our buddy Dalton Gorham. Uh, I actually know some of your relatives, so that's kind of different. But uh, a buddy of ours told me about you and all these things that you've been doing in the crappie. Crappy? Do you guys say crappy or crappie? Uh, the folks down south say crappy, but we say crappy. Yeah. I said crappie. Is that a real thing? Is that? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I said crappie in front of my mom the other day, and she's like, "What are you talking about? That is a crappy." <laughs> I didn't know crappy. people called them crappies. You oh, yeah. Yeah, the further south you go, it's all crappy. Yeah. I'll, be down, I'll be damned. <laughs> you didn't uh, know that? No. I thought that I was not. a well-known thing. No. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of well-known things I don't know. Some people would be like just making fun of them and calling them crappy. Right. I just thought it was like a joke. Crappy. I didn't realize people actually yeah. called them crappies. Which they're delicious, so I don't know why you would do that. Right? That's what I always there thought. You. I was like, you guys are fools. You don't think you're good? Like, yeah, it's a good crap. fish. Right. Crap. Yeah. But, yeah, like Micah said, Dalton uh, is a crappie fisherman and man, fisherman. And uh, you've been doing tournaments. You kind of do a little bit of everything with it. So, uh, before we get into it, though, introduce yourself. Tell us where you're from, how old you are. And maybe we shouldn't ask him how old he is because we might make us feel old. Make us feel old. <laughs> and then, uh, what's your favorite thing about the Missouri outdoors? You know, we haven't asked that question for a while. Yeah, you're probably so. Shoot. All right. Uh, I'm Dalton Gorham and uh, currently reside in Kingsville and uh, originally from Oak Grove, Missouri. And 
like we were talking about earlier, I graduated in 2021, so I'm 19. And uh, I'm a, going into my junior year at you, UCM. You offered him a beer earlier, dude. <laughs> I did. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know how you looked. <laughs> I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> I'm like, I need to get this bush light out of our freaking house. Um, and so you go to Central, so go Mules. Go oh, Jackasses. Yeah. I didn't get offered one. Well, you want to? It's probably yours. Go probably, get one. Probably is mine. <laughs> yeah, get that shit out of my house. Um, yeah, it is yours because you brought that like two months ago. Yeah, or maybe Pat brought it. Somebody brought it. It don't matter anyway. Um, so what do you like about Missouri? Oh yeah, um, I forgot about that. I just like pretty much the the diversity that it has with the lakes uh, around Missouri. I mean, it pretty much suits every fisherman uh, from pretty much. Any background, you know, I mean, you go to Truman Lake and you find muddier water, catch big crappie, uh, do a lot of bow fishing and whatnot. You go down to Lake of the Ozarks and, um, you know, there's bass fishing down there. It's great bass fishing. Uh, I mean, Palmy, Stockton, Table Rock, all beautiful lakes, that clear water. I mean, there's just so much to do on the lakes in Missouri. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm, I guess I'm most thankful for, uh, for the Missouri Department uh, or Missouri Conservation. Right. I didn't realize Missouri like had so uh, or was so sought after. Would that be the word? For fishing. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, fishing. Yeah, you know, cause I'm just not in that world, uh-huh. so I just never paid attention to it till I've heard you know numerous people talk about it. So that's pretty neat. Andy and I learned that on the heck episode like number four for us. It was like in the very beginning. Yeah, Doug Vonberg about bass fishing that Missouri is a very sought after area to to fish at. So mm-hmm. people travel travel a long ways. The world. To, yeah. Yeah, he, he was saying people were coming from different countries to come fishing on our lakes, so which is pretty cool. Yeah, yep. uh, we're lucky. We, you know, oh, yeah. for some of the things we disagree on, uh, we do have a good conservation department. You yeah. know, yes. some of the things they do, we don't necessarily agree with everything, but they all they all, definitely do a hell whole, of a job. Yeah, do a good job. Yeah. So, so like Dal- Dalton was worried about. We told him, kind of gave him a little bit of a warning that that question is coming, and he asked, "What do other people normally say?" And we kind of let him, but everybody always pretty does. much does that. Yeah, it's a little different, but everybody talks about the diversity of Missouri and yeah. how it, you know it offers so many opportunities. You know, they never name one specific thing. They always talk about just everything you can do. Yeah. It's always you know, oh, I love the whitetail, man. The whitetail are so great. It's like no, it's I love everything you can do in Missouri. It wasn't the crappie, wasn't the bad. It was all of turkeys, it. whatever. Yeah. Yep. Right. yep. So why crappie? Like what? What? How'd this all start for you? Uh, my parents, uh, actually, and it was actually came from my mom. Uh, she crappie fished, uh, her whole life with, uh, my grandpa and my dad was actually a bass fisherman before, uh, he turned crappie fisherman. And this was back in like the nineties. So, you know, quite a while ago. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, uh, pretty much my whole life I've grown up on a boat and crappie fishing. Nice. So, like, when you, your your mom and dad, like, did they fish tournaments and do all that stuff as well, or just more of, like, hobby fishermen? Type? No, it was, it was more just go down to Bucksaw Marina and just put the boat in and, you know, yep. find a bluff somewhere and try yes. to catch as many crappie as possible. But right. my dad fished a couple, um, like, you know, like, yeah. local, like, yeah, or, yeah. like, little, like, company tournaments, you know, like back in stuff. the day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nothing too big. Right. Cool. What, uh, what do you, I mean, because I'm assuming you also fish for bass and other fish. I mean, it's probably... Just like any fisherman, you're not a single uh, one-trick pony, but what do you love about crappie fishing compared to bass fishing, which I would, you know, I, I would guess in our state, bass fishing is probably the most popular 
type mm. of fishing. I bet it's pretty close down. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really, really know. It, I, That's just assumptions. Yeah. But what do you love about yeah, you, crappie you, you compared to bass? <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I, I think I, I prefer a bass fight, but ever since LiveScope came out, uh, there's no, no type of fishing that you can do that's more fun than LiveScope and crappie. Um, you go down there with a 12-foot pole, and we'll get into that later, but, um, you know, the tactics and whatnot. But uh, you go down there, and you put a jig, drop a jig down to the fish's nose, and there's not you can't beat that. And you can see it all on the live scope, and it's, just, it's so much fun. Huh. He's got to teach me more about live scope. Didn't uh, Doug talk about that a little bit? Like, it yeah, was, was kind of new at that new, time? It was newer yeah. then. It was just three, three years, years ago. ago. Didn't he, yeah. like, have something to do with it? I thought he was like... Uh, mm-hmm. It's very possible. Yeah, he... If I remember right, like he, he was had, working all kinds he, of stuff. He was a big um, uh, developer or I think tester for Mincota. Um, Mincota. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what was the other? It's like a butterfly or something. He, he used to say the name of it. I, anyways, but um, yeah, that was pretty new. It's pretty new yep. uh, technology, isn't it? Uh, I'd say it's pretty new, but we've been using it for about, I guess, since 2018. The national championship was on Truman, so that's, what, five years? Yeah. Pushing yeah. five years ago. Yeah. Uh, and we talked to him in 20, so since, it's pretty yeah. new. Yeah. yeah, since the original paint optics came out. That's pretty cool. So a crappie is, is super aggressive, right? The, what do you, like, 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 what do you mean? Like, compared to a bass... Uh, now I'm, I'm the level of fisherman of, uh, I go out with my kids and I throw some shit in the water and hope I catch some stuff. Right. Yeah. But I've been told by different fishermen that uh, obviously bass are aggressive, but when crappie are on, you just can't, it's like a frenzy. Yeah. I see see what you're saying now. Like I'd say it's much easier to catch a, to get a crappie to bite Mm -hmm. than it is to get a bass to bite. I mean, you know, I like to think that the bass fishermen overthink a lot of things, you know, out there. Um, ever since LiveScope came out, you can tell fish behavior and whatnot. But, um, you know, bass are more finicky, and you got to change up bait styles and presentations a lot. And crappie fishing, I mean, nowadays, he's either going to bite – he, the crappie's going to bite 90% of the time. Um, I, I yeah. got to start crappie I mean, fishing then. I mean, it's really <laughs> finding the crappie, right? I mean, that's the hard – I mean, Yeah. Uh, you know, you go down to Truman uh, in the summertime, it's actually – if you got LiveScope, uh, even if you don't got LiveScope, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty easy to find the crappie. But um, I just you find know. the guys that are <laughs> hipping and hollering and hey, they're totally over there. Over there. <laughs> Move your ball. You're, you're the dickhead. You know, <laughs> yeah. Pulls up right next to him. What's up? <laughs> well, you, uh, you know, the- for the for the listener who doesn't know, explain live scope. You know, there's probably somebody listening right now that's like, what the hell are those guys talking that's about? Code word for hey, yeah, I don't know what live scope is. <laughs> uh, okay, so live scope is basically uh, like a live sonar technology mm-hmm. that. Um, you can pretty it's everything you see on it you can see the fish tail wag you see um you know you could you could size up fish you know i could tell what you could tell what a crappie is pretty easily on live scope once you get the settings right you can tell what a carp is you know we've seen six and a half foot spoonbill on live scope which is i mean it it, they're tearing up spoonbill on live scope down there and you know the the conservation is going to have to do something about that because they're tearing them up down there but um live scope a lot of people call it cheating that's I've heard that. Yeah, that's heard like that. that's like the number one thing that people say. But I mean, it's like, I mean, if you don't have it and you're going out there fishing, then you, I don't want to say you're wasting your time. You're but doing it old school way. Doing it old school. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are like, like they they don't want to make the switch. They want to like preserve that old school way of fishing, mm-hmm. you know. But um, once you do it, and once you go out there and learn it, that uh, there's nothing. Uh, there's no type of fishing that's better than live scoping. Yeah. It's kind of like a really like uh, 
the, the, it's a really uh, ev- advanced version of a fish finder. Yes. I mean, that's really yep. like the fish finder was the first thing where you just got like a, a dot on a screen, a bleep, wasn't it? Yep. Like a bleep. And you knew something was down there. Yep. Now it's, you know, like you said, you can see. Yeah, pretty much see underwater the whole time. Yeah, you know you, what I'd be freaked out yeah. by? Like, what if you ever, like, saw a dead body? Oh, I'm sure they <laughs> like, use oh, it for oh, that. That is a yeah. human. Yeah, they <laughs> probably they, use it for that. No, they use it for search and rescue. That'd be yeah. the last time I was fishing, too. Like, there's a dead body. <laughs> How deep does that thing, like, work? I honestly have no idea. But, I mean, sometimes when I'm adjusting the dial on it, um, you know, it'll, like, I'll accidentally go too far, and it'll just, like, shoot the whole screen up, and it goes 100 like I honestly don't even know over hundred foot down. You know, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, I, I I guarantee it probably goes down further, and you can shoot out however many feet you want. Um, it, will it uh, like show you the uh, the terrain of the topo, like the topo too? Like if there's a you know a, a wall that comes out, or if there's water. <laughs> have no you know, there's a bunch of vegetation down there. Yeah, um, yeah. There's do di- a lot of that. There's different like settings that you can go to that like brings up like the chart and stuff mm-hmm. that you're talking about. But um, you know, I, I don't. We, we usually don't do that. We run it on the back with a hummingbird. Uh, hummingbird. Hummingbird. Yeah, that's another fish finder. They got. Uh, I think it's Mega Live or something, something mm-hmm. like that. They got their own live scope type technology out. But nice. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Yeah, that's I, that's where I remember Doug was telling us about like mm-hmm. with bass fishermen. Doug was a a professional bass fisherman for years, uh-huh. recently retired, but they would use that, you know, for like finding t- topography or, or different bends in the you know the water structure oh, where yeah. they might be like, all right, th- there could be a bass you know laid up in there or whatever. They would use it kind of in that fashion, if I remember him mm-hmm. telling us correctly. That sounds right. Yeah, so. Um, so, like, break down a tournament for us. Like, bass bass tournaments, what are they? They're usually, like, two or three days, something like that. Yep. Usually most, you know, whether it's pounds or biggest fish or whatever, they go like that. How does a crappie tournament work? So, like, bass tournaments, they go uh, five biggest fish, and crappie tournaments do seven biggest fish. Okay. And uh, that's pretty much, like, a general, like, through all of America, you know, every crappie tournament pretty much does seven. And... Um, the main trail is the Crappie Masters out there. Uh, they do. They got the Elite Trail, which they just started up this year. Um, I, I forget the entry fee was like fifteen hundred dollars a tournament or something like that, and it, it, it was it cost, it would have taken up too much time and uh, money, so we didn't do it this year. But um, we fished the just the regular national trail, and um, I mean they got about four or five tournaments. I'd say uh, probably like uh, they might have like a little over six tournaments a year. And, um, you know, you weigh it's not Missouri. That's all over. Yeah. That's all over. Yeah. Uh, usually Truman is a, like, it's pretty much like set in stone, you know, because there's, there's so many, I like to brag, but about like the Truman Lake live scopers. Cause, uh, you know, I like to think that Truman Lake has a lot of the best live scopers in the nation. And, you know, you go down to Grenada Lake in Mississippi, uh, Darbone, Louisiana, uh, you follow Oklahoma. I mean, all over St. John's in Florida. Um, there's a lot of good live scopers everywhere. But you know, those turn that that tournament trail goes pretty much all over. Um, and yeah, seven fish. You weigh in biggest seven fish. Uh, it's a two day tournament. And you know, there's another big tournament called the Mr. Crappie Invitational. That's like 125,000 for first place or something like that. Mm. Oh wow! Um, but um, yeah. <laughs> maybe we should uh, think about buying a crappie boat yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty sure you can shoot fish and you do the same thing crappie you on the same boat 
we we'd be like those dudes out in the tournament with like floodlights all over them. We're fishing for crappies. <laughs> well, that's how I I used to fish. Like growing up, my my family they're from North Carolina, and my grandpa he lived on a lake. And the way that we would go after crappie is we'd go out at night. We'd have lights that would you know shine into the water, and then you would get minnows. And the lights would bring other minnows in, and then you would just fish like that. Put your minnow in there, and you know, if you get on them, you get on them, whatever. But we've always, had, I mean, that's how we did it growing up. I didn't even know that was a way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. All right. So different. anyway, I mean, how many of these tournaments are you doing at 19 years old? I mean, you're in school, obviously, and are you doing them by yourself? Are you doing them with your dad? How, how are you doing these things? Uh, yeah, I'm doing them with my dad, and uh, you know, we've been tournament fishing. I think since you know we've started before live scope. So back when it, it was like. I think 2014, maybe 2015, we started doing tournaments. So I don't even know how old I was back then, maybe like Seven. 10 or 11. Um, <laughs> I was close. <laughs> yeah. No, but I've been live scoping. I've been running the live scope since I was probably like 15. Yeah. Pretty much since it came out. Um, and my dad, uh, you know, he jokes about it, but like. <laughs> Uh, he says he, he's, they're, he's they're showing bow fishing boats. Oh, <laughs> bow fishing boats! Man, I'd I'd get a nitro, I'd get a get a crappie fishing boat, live scope. <sighs> how we're not how get, shallow? We're not how shallow of water can those go in? Uh, not too shallow. I mean, we bottom out with the troll motor at mm -hmm. about two feet on the live scope at least, so that you yeah, guys subtract a little bit. Like, but it's pretty similar. I yeah. don't know. We've gotten we were pretty shallow the other day. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Sorry, Sorry. <laughs> You're getting us off one track mind. Get off subject. Uh, one thing you'll learn about us is we get off the subject really quickly. Oh, okay, uh, um, we call, we call it what rabbit holes. Yeah, yeah. No, but um, my dad, you know, uh, we we fish every tournament together, and um, you know, I'd say in the past we've done two or three out of state tournaments every year, but you know, the majority of the tournaments they got state trail tournaments mm -hmm. so you're facing people in the state of missouri mm -hmm. or some kansas guys will come over and fish over here but um you know we've won a few of those we won a national trail tournament last year nice. um and that was our first national trail win which felt really good but um you know most of it is uh they got the truman lake series mm -hmm. which is right. pretty much the best at truman lake just kind of a bragging rights tournament you right. know it's like a hundred dollar entry fee and uh you know, it's pretty much just bragging rights, but, you know, there's a lot of little trails out there that we try to fish and, you know, try to do the big one as big as, as much as possible. Right. As much as time allows. And I mean, you know. hell, if you guys win, you just paid for your boat. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, no. Th okay. Th these are 10, th the, the big one is $10,000. Well, still, yeah. that's paying yeah. for a good portion. Of, of <laughs> that boat yeah, but they probably got thousands of dollars oh, yeah. into no. it already. What do they out. say? What do they say about when a man buys the boat? The two best day of a man's life or when he buys the boat and when he sells the boat. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not saying, but I'm it, just trying you know, to have one of them days. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's nice to win some of that cash, get some of it back, yeah. you know, if you can do that, which is cool. And yeah. do you have sponsors or anything like that? Or are you just, I, we, we pretty much just roll without sponsors. Uh, yeah. You know, a lot of guys do have sponsors. I mean, we really just got to go out and ask. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what a lot of guys do. Um, you know, a lot of guys get like, six thousand dollars tournament entry paid for you know a right. couple guys have signed deals for like fifty thousand dollars with companies which is insane in the crappie industry because mm -hmm. i mean i don't want to say it's like way behind the bass industry but it kind of it kind of is i could see you know the, yeah. it's not, it's I not near as commercial i mean i'll no, be honest i've never yeah. seen a crappie tournament on yeah on tv, TV. yeah because it's like you got the mlf and i saw like they had a helicopter flying over and stuff like, right. like you're not going to see that in the crappie industry 
but uh, you know they're they're trying their best to yeah. you know make it as good as possible. Yeah, grow it as much yeah. as possible. Well, we've got a buddy, uh, Tristan Williams. He do, he does a lot of video for bass fishermen yeah. on ter- in tournaments. So he's sitting on their boat and he's taking, you know, video. Yep. Uh, high high quality like TV right. type of video. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's only been bass. I mean, I could be wrong, but so that's usually I think, what I yeah. see. But uh, I mean, it's definitely like I said, it's. It's not something I knew about, which I think is pretty cool that we've got these. I mean, I knew all they these had them, but I didn't know like what the major circuits and stuff were because they're yep. not televised, they're not publicized as much. But I knew they were out there. Uh, so when you do fish tournaments, it's the biggest seven. How many are you allowed to have in the boat? Uh, you know, there's some tournaments that allow like you know, you can only have seven fish as soon as you hit dry land. You know, you mm-hmm. got to make your determination. And- you got to you got to call out on the water. You come to land with eight fish, you're disqualified. Gotcha. Um, I don't know how that is for bass fishing, but I think it's something like that where you you, you got to come in with five. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you some tournaments, which the crappie masters they allow you to kind of have eight or nine, ten, however many fish you want in the boat. Yeah. But it's probably not wise to put too many fish in the live well to you know take all the oxygen out of the water. Right. Yeah. But um, you know, we we probably run about nine fish. I'd say. Yeah. If it if the tournament allows. if it allows right. yeah yeah which that sucks because you know. They're good to eat, so <laughs> I know you're like, well, one, one, this isn't really an eating tournament. I, I guess I know, but at the end of it, why not fry some of those suckers up, man? Well, one thing that I should probably tell you is I'm allergic to fish. What? Are oh. you shitting me? Oh. <laughs> I, that, that, that's what kind of sucks about it is I can't eat the fish. So we really don't take home. How did a lot you of fish. learn that you were allergic to fish? You know, I've had a lot of shots in my arms over the years uh-huh. when I was younger, and uh, I think I had like. 50 shots just lumped up in my arms. I don't know how they, they do that little prick thing. Trying to thing. figure, yeah. Out. Yeah. Trying to figure, figure out, out what you're allergic to. And I was allergic, allergic to whitefish, you know, peanuts, tree nuts, all that type of stuff. I think it's just whitefish, though. So, like, white meat. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know about salmon and stuff like that. But I, I'm not not testing. I'm not going to find out. Yeah. My dad says just go to the hospital and try a piece right there. And then <laughs> have the lady get the EpiPen and <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, see yeah. what happens. So, you're so allergic to it that you have an EpiPen. Oh yeah! Oh no shit! Yeah, that's that's legit. But you can, can you like hand, I, you can handle them? And I can everything? handle them. Yeah, but they, like the fish cleaning station down at Bucksall uh, on Truman Lake, uh, there's a couple times where I'll go in it and it's just so bad in, inside there and just like like breathing it in and just like oh. my chin starts tingling and yeah, really? you know and it's, I start wheezing and all this other type of stuff. Holy cow! That sucks, man. You got. I, I will it, say it really this does. though that you it shows you how much he loves crappie fishing. He's allergic to them. And still likes to be around them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's 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 called dedication and something right. that you really love. Yeah, I like to think of myself as a provider for the family. I can't eat it. <laughs> provider. There you go. There you go. <laughs> no, that works. That hey, works too. I, I, I'm I'm with you. I mean, oh. I'm not allergic to it, but I'm not a huge fan of fish for whatever reason. So I'm, I'm guessing only one in the family allergic to it. Yes, the only oh, one allergic makes to fish. Is your dad a little bit disappointed in you? <laughs> kind of like, upset. like, like Damn I can't believe boys. this is my son. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, my birthday parties over the years consisted of fish fries, so I mean, it, 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 it didn't really hinder anything. And the best part is the kid don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Here, have this hot dog. <laughs> it, it, pretty much, it was hot dogs and hamburgers for me. Everybody else is eating this awesome crappie that your dad pro- makes, and he's like, "Here, there's some hot dogs in the fridge. Go <laughs> <laughs> microwave one way. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's man, awesome. that's good. Uh, so do we want to, like, get into some of the tactics and, yeah, like, how it works? So, like, we'll just stick with tournaments right now. Like, what's your game plan? You know, how – like, leading up to a tournament, how – 
how soon do you get down there? How soon do you start scout? I'm assuming you scout. Yeah, like pre-fishing. And how's that work? You know, a lot of guys pre-fish a lot, and, you know, we don't pre-fish as much on Truman Lake since, you know, we we pretty much, like, already know know what spots we're fishing and what time of the year. And, I mean, it's, like, limited to, like, two or three spots each time of the year that we're going to fish. And so we just kind of bounce around to it, you know, early in the morning of tournament hours and just kind of go with it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, like, breaking down another lake, um, we... We, we've kind of learned oh, since we fished Table Rock and stunk it up on Table Rock. Um, and that was the $125,000 tournament that we stunk it up on. You know, we find the muddiest water possible uh, when you're crappie fishing. And um, if you find the muddiest water, which that pretty much means go up the lake wherever you're at. You go up as far as you possibly can. And, I mean, that's where you're going to find the biggest crappie. Plus, you don't have to fish in 40 foot of water, 50 foot of water. Like Table Rock, you can fish in... 70 80 foot of water that's just dumb you know, but, <laughs> right i kind of want the but, tributaries like right where the tributaries are kind of spilling in so, to create that muddy yeah yeah you want i, I don't want to say you want stuff. like 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 it's like you know when the a flood happens and it just like washes out a creek that happens in crappie fishing so like you want it murky water you just don't want it to be like extremely chocolate milk you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying um but yeah find the muddiest water possible up there at least and uh fish shallow water uh, that's all we do you could pretty much fish shallow water all year long when we're talking uh, shallow like give us some feet like how uh, shallow are we talking you know we've been catching fish in here recently probably four or five foot of water and, and i mean we you could catch them in three foot of water i mean on the live scope it's hard to see it on the live scope in that shallow water but um you know your, your biggest fish are going to be up there shallow really and you know, you could find, I mean, I say that, but you could find them out deep, but it's just not, there's not as many of them right, out there. Right, consistent. Yeah. And and, you think about the volume and space, you get in deeper waters, more area for them to be in. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. So we just, tr- we try to find shallow water and we try to find muddy water and, you know, find trees if possible. <laughs> I'm thinking right now. <laughs> That's like exactly it, opposite of how I would attack it. <laughs> it looked like it hurt. Yeah, like big ass fish. I'm usually like, well, they're not going to be on the bank anywhere. They're going to be. Oh well, I, I actually don't mean like on the bank though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, yeah. This is like 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 flats. Like mm-hmm. fish a flat that T- is tabletop underwater. Yeah, like tabletop type. Right. Stuff. Yeah, like I like, see what you mean. Like yeah. you got a channel that comes up, mm-hmm. hits a flat. I mean, we we we. We've started fishing a lot more channels, channel ledges and whatnot. Uh, you could catch them on there, but, you know, they're pretty scattered. Right. Uh, but fish are flat with trees, pretty much. Makes sense. I knew they like structure. Like, that was something they, they enjoy, right? Yeah, and and I'd say, you know, we used to catch uh, a lot of crappie um, on trees above the water. But with since LiveScope came out, I don't think we really touch trees above the water. You know, all the, mm-hmm. all the fish we catch are either out roaming in between the trees so you want you still want to find the structure because the fish are like condensed right there Mm -hmm. but um they're not they don't relate to the structure as much as you know people like we previously thought you know we we thought every fish is stuck to a tree they hang out you know like this is where we live yeah but like 70 percent of the fish are you got a tree right here and you got a tree five feet over here 10 feet over here the fish are just out in the middle just sitting there Hmm. just doing what fish do yep just hanging out just sitting (laughs) (laughs) i will will say like just from boat fishing that one time like looking in the water i assume a lot of what we've seen were carp or uh, 
crappie. You know, a little, yeah, right. Little. They're fast as shit. They are fast. Holy crap! Like, I mean, I don't know. There's there's a bunch of them, but like, talking about live scoping, I would imagine. I mean, I'm guessing they don't they don't sit in the spot for you very long. I mean, I you'd be surprised on like Truman in a muddy water lake. You yeah. can, I mean, we've had a fish like a big fish that I don't see in in time. You know, because you're you're moving really fast trying to scan for these fish. And um, if I pass over a fish, or it's like a foot underneath the the trolling motor, you know? Right. And I'll be like, oh, shoot, dude. And I'm prop washing this fish, trying to back up to get on this fish with the live scope. But uh-huh. I, and sometimes you do that and it spooks a fish. Sometimes you do that and it's like, how is that? And the fish is still right there. The time. Like a yeah. foot underneath the trolling motor that I just prop washed him right there and he's still standing right there and you could catch him. That's well, wild. It's, it's pretty, it's the, the amount of different behaviors you see mm-hmm. in with the crappie and with every fish pretty much with live scope is it's pretty insane that is crazy because like we hinted to it me and andy went bow fishing the other day and especially like the carp like we were mainly going after carp and uh gar but the gar we noticed they would hang around like they'd yeah, stay they'd, uh, they'd stay close they time. wouldn't care too much but the carp they gone oh like, yeah they're just gone so that that's interesting that you know each yeah. fish has its own whatever you know scare yep. meter or yep. something <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it varies by like like water clarity and whatnot um you know i i honestly don't uh, you could be in a clear water lake and it can you can do that too but you know like on darbone uh in louisiana which is uh west monroe area i don't okay. know if you're familiar with that could tell you uh down Wachita river it's it's just off of it and um that lake is our it's our nemesis down there um, because you can't get within forty foot of a crappie. Doesn't matter if that crappie's twenty foot down, you can't get within forty foot of a crappie without it spooking. Really, which is pretty uh, pretty crazy. So how do you fish those fish then? It, it, it makes it it makes it very very hard to fish those fish, um, which is why we've not done too well on that lake. Do you think they maybe like those ones just go deeper or something or are they just do I, just it, out of there? It, it's it's so crazy. You get within 40 foot like you if you if fish allow, allows you to get 30 foot from them um you know it he'll just dart right off. You know, it, it dart right off like you said or one of you said that crap you're really fast. Mm-hmm. I mean just like that in the blink of an eye he's gone. Yeah. So, so walk us through the process, all right? You, you. Well, I guess well, let's go to the gear. I guess like what you know, type of poles and stuff you use. I, I want to get to the process of like, okay, you're you know, rolling along, live scope, and you see a fish. Like what the process is, but let's talk about like the poles, jigs, like the, the type of stuff you like to use. So my, we pretty much my twelve year old son's ears just. <laughs> that's he's gonna be listening to this intently <laughs> so we pretty much uh any tournament that allows minnows we use minnows oh, okay. um you know you don't you know it, a lot of people just if you're fun fishing and you're fishing a jig you're you're not you're you're doing it wrong you go down and fish with a minnow and you're going to get way more fish to bite um so unless it, and some tournaments allow or they don't allow minnows so it's artificial only mm. and we use uh, a lot of times we use little hair jigs like sometimes we try to go as small as possible. Um, don't know why everybody's been doing it here recently, but um, you know, hair jigs and minnows is pretty much the number one thing yeah. we use bait wise. And, and, as far, and you're, you're talking about a live minnow, right? Yeah, a live minnow. Yep. What do you feel about uh, the size of the minnow? Right. And then 
that and then how do you feel about artificial minnows minnows like the plastic ones that try to mimic a minnow you know we've never really tried that but you know we try to mimic like the color with Mm -hmm. a with a hair jig so it's not like the exact it's not like the exact presentation of a minnow but it's it's pretty similar in color and whatnot but you know you're going to get more fish to bite a minnow than anything but we try to use small minnows as if possible i mean you don't really know what they're biting they could bite a ginormous minnow like i mean like when i say ginormous i mean like however big that is i know they can't see it but mm-hmm. you know four or five, four five inches, inches. Eight inches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um you know sometimes you got to get them to bite on that and sometimes you just got to use the smallest minnow possible yeah um but as far as pull um we use uh, an ozark rod which is a type of rod uh, there's a lot of different types of crappie rods out there but you know we use a 13 footer and we used to use 10, then we bumped up to 11. Can't use a 10 anymore because it just feels so weird. Oh, okay. Then we bumped up to 12, can't use an 11, and it just, yeah. the cycle continues. I think we're going up to 15 next. But So um, you do that, I don't so I, again, pond fishing is what I do. I always like those like right. super small, like ugly stick or like a, a super, I, honestly, I like the short ones. They're real flimsy. I can feel everything. Mm-hmm. Those long ones, uh-huh. is that, I mean, you get that long so you can feel what's happening a little better? Or well, like what the, what's the reason for the length? You get the length so you can reach out there further on the okay. live scope. So like, like a 13 foot rod, you could flip out 20 feet on a fish. Okay. And, uh, you know, we don't usually flip out there. I usually just set the pole out there, drop the bait down as soon as it like gets, and, and playing with that fish, I'll push it into that fish and mm-hmm. uh, pretty much do it that way. But, you know, a so lot of – It allows you to just – it, it allows you to just get it out there before – Because yeah. sometimes the fish do spook, you know, yeah. if you casting. get too close to them. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of guys are casting nowadays. But, you know, if you get a long rod on a muddy muddy water lake, there's no need to cast. There's – there. You can get pretty much essentially on top you, of them. You could get on top of them, yeah. And okay. I mean, like, I'm catching fish sometimes just, like, pulls behind my back. I'm Live scope's right here. I'm looking at the live scope. Fish is 10 feet that way behind me. And, you know, my pole is just all wobber jawed and just set the it, – it, the what? amount of the what did the, you just say yeah. <laughs> wobber jaw <laughs> wobber jaw uh-huh. that's yeah. a new term for me <laughs> no but pretty much like all messed up you know right just not like your typical like wave just dropping right out there mm-hmm. but um yeah that's why we use long poles okay, okay. i'm gonna start using that term wobber jaw <laughs> wobber jaw yeah. right write that down I, i'm taking <laughs> 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 yeah. notes there there you go hmm. all right so we got the uh what you're using, how you come about them, um, what other kind of things should so if somebody's want to get into the tournaments or just fishing crappie in general, what are some other things that you should think about? So if you're fishing a tournament and you got you got to have live scope. Um, what was crazy? Do is, they have tournaments? Excuse me, but do they have yeah. tournaments with like where that's not something you can use? I I think they're starting to like like, like push for that uh-huh. because a lot of people are. Still, I don't want to say they're outraged since LiveScope came out, but it's like, you know, people that don't know how to use it, and they, they have it, they right. get mad at it, and they sell it or freaking throw it in the water. Well, I'm sure it's you not know, a something. cheap thing. Right, that's yeah, it's not, it's not, yeah, um, and that's another thing is, like, like it, it does take a sacrifice, like, going into tournament fishing. If you're just fun fishing, I mean, you don't need LiveScope. Um, you know, I, I don't want to say like your odds go down of catching a big fish because, you know, I'd say the biggest crappie ever caught and state records everywhere were caught 
pre-live scope, you know? Right. Um, so like, you know, you don't need a live scope to do all this stuff, but if you're tournament fishing, you need a live scope because, uh, unless you fish the St. John's river, these two locals down there were fishing lily pads with a cane pole and <laughs> whooped all the live scopers, butts. <laughs> oh shit. Yep. They just knew what they were doing. Yep. That's pretty cool though. I mean, you know, like the, the, what do you call it? The, the classic person in you, yeah. like likes part of that you yeah. know like right. i'm always gonna root for a dude using a longbow you know like right. it, when you talk about bow hunting yeah like i'm always gonna root for the dude using a longbow i'm always gonna root for uh the guy that's doing it the, the, the hardest hard way, way. like yeah. you know right. you want to go out there with an adelau and freaking make it happen i'm gonna sit there and clap for you every time because that's badass right you know it's kind of the same thing with that like the guy's using a cane pole use use fishing lily pads it, 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 it was tip, it was, you, you it, tip your hat to it, 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 it know? was pretty neat yeah yeah but because uh, I mean, live scope's got to be what thousands of dollars. You know, you can get like I, I don't know the smallest screen that they make, but you mm-hmm. got to get an Eco Maps Garmin. Uh, they make it, and uh, the transducer costs I think like around a thousand. You could get a Eco Maps for uh, transducer might be like fifteen hundred or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you could get an Eco Maps, which is the screen itself. So you got to get the transducer and the screen uh, separately, and it's like anywhere from like i think it's around 800 dollars, something like that right but they got like i think it's 24 inch screens that are just that's 20 i think it's 24 four inch in right. di- uh diagonal like across a TV. it yeah. like a tv yeah yeah and uh it's half the size of that yeah yeah uh, it's just if you see it in person it's like you have you got a flat screen television <laughs> on the like pretty much like that yeah i mean uh but those costs those costs like like we'll we'll never buy one of those because that's like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars right Jeez. yeah you gotta yeah. be pretty serious about it if you yeah. want to drop some coin like and, that huh but yeah but i mean this the size of the screen and whatnot it, it doesn't matter uh once you get the fish sized up on the screen that you're at um well we got a 12 inch screen uh we were at nine inch and it took some time to size the fish up on a 12 inch screen but um you know pretty much just if you can afford it and you're into crappie fishing and want to get into crappie fishing, you know, I would say it's worth, well worth your money. Yeah. And if you're just getting started, like, I mean, like Dalton's saying, you don't have, yeah, you don't have to have it. Obviously you got, you know, kids that listen or, you know, young folks that are just wanting to, I mean, kids that go to college like you that are like, you know, they're looking for something to do in their downtime because, you know, despite what people say, college is fucking easy. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, you know, you got some downtime. You get to enjoy yourself, you know, looking for things right. to do. And We're talking about, like, competitive right, yeah, crappie right. fishing. I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. That, you know, Dalton, obviously, you probably do it for fun a lot, too. But you also then are in this world where you do, you know, do tournaments. And um, I'm guessing you do a lot more enjoyment fishing than you do tournaments. Um, like, you and your dad – just do tournaments or like what, how's your like your normal fishing life look what's pretty crazy about that is we actually don't do a lot more enjoyment fishing which mm-hmm. I, I i i'd rather i don't want to say i'd rather because tournament fishing is so much fun but um you know sometimes we got in in the spring and summer like two or three tournaments a month so it's like that takes up that's two or three weekends you know that, so yeah. that's like that's, that is your enjoyment that fishing. is it yeah. yeah which makes sense i mean obviously for i mean if you're 19, I'm assuming your dad's not a super older individual. Uh, he's above yeah. 50, uh, 53. Oh, you I must think, be. Right there. You must be the baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, my sister's yeah. older. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, so I mean, people are busy and they're doing stuff, and obviously you're in school and you're doing stuff. So sometimes you only get 
a few weekend or a few weekends. So I'm pretty up, sure UCM has a bass fishing. Do you have a crappie fishing team? Uh, they they don't have a crappie fishing team, but I have bass fished a couple tournaments on like the Ozarks for the MLF uh, college bass series. Yeah, uh, didn't do too well in them, but yeah. I think we finished like hundredth out of two hundred, which isn't like okay. more road fifty yeah. percentile. Yeah, right. yeah, not too bad, but. Uh, Crappie fishing is definitely our forte. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't have that in college currently? No, no. you got to push for that, man. you know, you got to make that happen. I don't know if another school would do it. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't want, they don't want any of the smoke is what you're saying. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Catch a smoke. <laughs> These jackasses would come in. <laughs> yeah. By when I say jackass, the school mascot is the mule. Oh, yeah. So I'm making fun of myself when I say that, but um, we would come in and just smoke everybody is what you're saying. <laughs> no, no. You guys would be the Northwest version football Northwest Missouri State, uh-huh. you'd be the the crappie fishing version, is what you're saying. You just dominate. I don't know the, the guys. If there's a college around Grenada, Mississippi, they'd be pretty good too. I will I will say that. It'd be between you and them, is what you're saying. I, I guess I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're having a fantasy fishing draft of teams that do not exist. And here's our next show: fantasy fishing uh, crappie draft. Who's your number one draft pick? I'm going with Dalton Gore. <laughs> I don't know anybody else that does it. So there's that. You're number one in our book. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you do uh, – I mean, obviously you do the tournaments, but what about ponds? Do you ever mess with ponds anymore, or are you done with that? I, like pond hopping type thing? Yeah. I yeah, know. Um, we fished a buddy's pond. Uh, this is pre-live scope, and my biggest crappie was a 175, and that was my biggest crappie, 1.75, so a pound and three quarters, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it, it, that seemed pretty small at – now at least uh but you know that was my pb in a pond you know um but you know we don't really do any of that type of stuff anymore we pretty much just fish like in nonstop. so what's like the average fish you're catching out on the lakes then you know uh it what well, was pretty funny and I, like i don't want to sit like say this like to like i don't i don't think it's bragging but like like this last week and we were i guess fun fishing because my dad is trying to catch fish for a fish fry and see you were yeah yeah but um but we threw back so many fish that were like probably that the length limit is nine inches and back in the day we would put the nine put a crappie that was like close to it in the fish measure thing mm-hmm. the grip and check and if it was nine inches you threw it in the live well but we threw back so many fish that were probably like 11 inches that we thought were you know under nine inches because it's just with live so scope, to, with yeah. Li- yeah, you're you're not targeting nine inch fish anymore. I was going to say, like, how many small, like, you're targeting fish now, so that means you're just completely probably ignoring a lot of fish. Yeah, I would say, like, yeah, and in the springtime, especially on on Truman Lake, it's really good. On Grenada, it's a whole different world because I mean, you're targeting three pound crappie just nonstop down there, and um, so like on Truman, there was a tournament earlier this year where we caught probably like fifty fish over a pound and three quarters which was mm. my pb a few years ago you know um but yeah you're targeting you're you're targeting you can size up crappie on the live scope to you know if it's a one pound crappie you know if it's a nine incher you know if it's a one pound pound and a quarter pound and three quarters two and a half pound crappie i mean yeah. it's pretty right. easy to tell once you get used to it well and with a live scope i guess you know which like if you went out on a pond like mine which is you know about an acre and a half acre oh acre and a quarter pond you'd be done fishing in five minutes yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know you'd be like oh, i found the fish and which would be really cool to see you have three oh, yeah. fish i, I really want i really want him to bring that damn thing over and just be like all right we got some fish here because 
dude, I haven't stocked that pond since we moved here. Uh-huh. There's been some big fish caught out of there, but I don't know what's in there now. <laughs> and I would be kind of cool to see. Yeah. But, you know, uh, that's part of it. You know, yeah. so you'd almost have to go back to, like, the roots, as you say, if you went to a pond and, you know, you're not bringing out the live scope. You're just getting on the bank and just, you know, trying to find some yeah. fish. And I guess kind of you, you can almost equate it a little – not – exactly to night thermal hunting coyotes Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like in that same world like once you it seems like to me at least once you've started live scoping and you 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 are able to you know really get good at that you don't want to mess with the other way you used to do it and there's a lot of thermal hunters when it comes to coyote hunting that are kind of like that i'm not i I like them both like you only have so much time for your hobbies anymore like right we just life in general we've sped up our time exactly cram so much into our lives if you're gonna go crappie fishing to make it i could see where that'd be like just make a huge difference like i don't want to spend my time jacking around not catching anything yeah yep like i I want to go out and i want to expect if i have a handful of weekends a year i get to go fishing i want to make them count right you know that makes total sense yeah and like i mean but there there is a, a misconception with it like like as soon as we first got live scope I mean, we thought it was just going to be like, just nonstop action, you know. Mm-hmm. Didn't catch a single fish the first day we had live scope. <laughs> the thing's know? broken. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I think we caught one fish the next day we had it, and maybe, I mean, we kind of worked our way up, and um, you know, it takes a lot of time on the water to figure out figure what, how to use yeah, it. to figure out how to use it, to figure out like the trolling motor. I mean, boat control is just like it's insane. Bass fishing, you hit spot lock and just start casting to a spot, you know. Uh, crappie fishing you're just non-stop moving the troll motor i it, it's kind of hard to like visualize this for the viewers but speak visualize uh yeah. <laughs> but like the troll motor foot pedal like when you turn it it turn it right you push down it goes right and it's just scanning non-stop and you're constantly doing that while hitting the troll motor and covering water as fast as you possibly can and you know it's definitely a lot more challenging i'd say than what people make it out to be mm-hmm. i'd say because you know a lot of people that think live scope is cheating and you know go 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 out and run that live scope and just just see because it, it it's, it's not it's, it's not just drop it in there and, just, ki- yeah. and, and catch a bunch of fish yeah you you if you put time in on the water you will have a blast with it yeah. but i mean it, it does take time Right. to get used to it it's probably is, i mean it's it, another tool in the toolbox yes sort of thing you yep. know you, you like i'm bringing out his old tool in the toolbox talk <laughs> yeah but it is just like thermal then because i mean if you hand it somebody a thermal and they're gonna suck hey here go shoot yeah. coyotes it, there's a learning curve yes to it, oh you yeah know? they're gonna shoot a mouse there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true i mean it's factual. you know what i'm saying like you gotta you gotta understand what you're seeing on screen right. you know whereas like i mean it's the same thing oh, with yeah. like that yep. live scope I wouldn't know the difference between a crappie and a bass if and I probably looked at your live scope tomorrow. Yep. It takes time to figure out what you're seeing, you know, what, what that is, and uh, how big that one is. Yeah, and that's like, yeah, to, yeah. Like in tournament fishing, like a lot of guys are targeting nine-inch fish, and it's like like you need to size them up and figure out. You know, what, waste all your time yeah, in don't here, waste your time, and you're, yeah. you're catching a bunch of six-inch fish or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah, which would be much. nine in my book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's a big carp over there. <laughs> that's a rock <laughs> that happened to you guys like, yes, yeah, yeah, that's good. somebody about shot a big rock <laughs> so yeah. what's the biggest one you've caught before what's your what's your all-time record man? it was just a few weeks it was in march and it was a 383 and Oof. if you look up truman lake 
I'm looking at the True. state record right now is 4.8. So 383, I think, is a three pound 13 ounce. I think somewhere around there. Um, okay. Yeah. So 3.83. Yeah. Um, but like, I think there, there there's definitely probably been bigger fish caught out of Truman maybe the, before. Just never but recorded. Never. Sort of yeah. That's yeah, because this badass. one, I mean, I don't know. Does it say where it was? It was a caught? private pond. Ah. And that was back in 1967. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, Lake of the Ozarks does fish records mm-hmm. down there. Truman Lake, on the other hand, they don't do, they don't like keep track of it. We should have had the, the conservation come down and tried to weigh it because, you know, our scales might have been different. Different, right. you know, but it was over 18 inches long. And Holy just, hell. Just, there's a hybrid crappie, which is a mix between a white and a black crappie. And, um, that's the biggest crappie you can catch is a hybrid crappie. Really? Um, yep. And um, hmm. I don't know if it's registered as black crappie on there this, or not. The 4.8 there, is black crappie. Was, uh, yeah, I, I think there, there was, was a 4, point, four, four pounds, 9-ounce white crappie. But yep. I think the world record uh, crappie is, was a black crappie. Down I think in, that's right. Florida, down, right? Yeah, Florida or Tennessee or something like now, that. Now, the difference – I know the I'll difference between up. a white and black crappie, you know, but what do our black – crappie typically larger they're less uh, they're less normal here right or less uh white crappie are much more yes. abundant in our waters correct uh so like truman lake white crappie is dominant like by mm-hmm. far uh we're starting to see a lot more black crappie in truman but lake of the ozarks you go down and cast docks and stuff most of the crappie are going to be black crappie because okay. it's it's clear water um it, it, it it's weird because black crappie tend to Stay in clear water. White crappie. Tend so they to stay they in. act different. Yeah, they act different. Yeah, uh, huh. black crappie. You know, it certain times of the year you can pattern them. Like you can see on the live scope, and it's like, Dad, watch this. I guarantee you, this fish is going to be a black crappie, two foot down, mm-hmm. sitting with another crappie. Like usually, black crappie are in schools. Okay. And uh, so, like you could pretty much tell based off of like their behavior <clears throat> what's a black and white crappie. But I mean, you can't like know for sure until right. you catch them but like right. there's obvious similarity yeah. type i mean no, yeah. and your tournaments are all are they all free fair game like the tournament you're are black and white crappie oh all, yeah yeah so it doesn't matter it just, doesn't matter it's, it's just crappie. crappie yeah yep the world record was 1957 uh five pounds three ounces and it was a white crappie i, Fred, I think right. uh no yeah. there was a guy here recently that caught a I thought, yeah it was broken like a year or two ago yeah well this one and this one says that guy that he, he's well, I mean, this is what comes 1957. Out. We'll keep scrolling. World record. Biggest slabs of all time. I believe it's a black crappie that he caught, too. I click think it's on, actually click a hybrid. Field and Stream right there. I think it's actually a hybrid. For the listener, we're looking. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I seeing that saying, picture. Yeah. Jam Ferguson. Is it a black? current black crappie? Yeah, it's crappie a yeah, black record. crappie. Yep. Per IGFA, whatever that means. Let's see how big it was. That's a bear. I think it was like five four maybe, <laughs> five four five Still three. Not seeing where it's not even telling. All us tackle yeah, world record crappie right there. Five pounds seven ounces. Yeah, five pounds seven. Okay. Dang, nineteen point two five inches long. There's a, a private small deep and weedy spring fed pond, London County, uh, near Knoxville, Tennessee. That's big fish. Damn, that's yep. huge. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, but my biggest before that was a two eighty. So like to put that in comparison, that's just that's you're gaining a whole. Pound, pound you yeah. know which is pretty significant in a crappie I mean, at least what is that like isn't that a hundred percent larger 
when you're talking about percentages, no. you know, no, you no, go no, from man. two to three pounds. <laughs> no. It's like growing by 100%. Isn't it? I think, or is it like 30 or is it 50%? I think, I think it needs to be 5.6 to be 100%. I'm not a, I'm not a mathematician. <laughs> you're still in. What are you going to college for? Uh, economics. Economics. Okay. So you know a little bit of math. Yeah. It's, it's, I was just wabberjawing it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so, so what else we got here? So I, I didn't know that about black and white crappie. I, I assume they just acted just the same. They just, the, the black crappie had a lot more black highlights uh-huh. than white. And I just assume they acted the exact same. I mean, they look the same when you're looking at them, you know. Uh, black crappie, like. Other they, than that feature. Uh-huh. But. Yeah, but like black crappie tend to be in schools more. That mm-hmm. is like the number one thing. Uh, white crappie tend to be on their own. Um, hmm. Yeah, but the five biggest crappie I've ever caught were on Truman Lake, and they were all hybrid crappie, so a mix between a white and a black. And apparently, now how can you tell when they're a hybrid? Uh, if you pull it up, uh, I, I don't really know like that exact definition of it. Hybrid but it's like ca- crappie. Like the, it's got vertical lines on it, like a white crappie, but it's also got specks on it, like a. They call them speckled crappie. Okay, I was getting ready. I was like, I've always called her speckled crappie for some so, reason. Like, yeah, so that's a hybrid right there. Hmm. It's got a line right there. You can see the, uh, like yeah. the vertical usually... lines like that. Yeah, I and see that. The specks on it. Huh. But that the biggest crappie that like like in pretty much every lake is a hybrid crappie. I was it, the say genetics are just so so probably. much so much different and so just. I, I, you'd have to talk to a conservation or a biologist about it, but yep. What I've always liked about crappie is they are, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, don't kill me, folks, a, a very beautiful fish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they're prettier than bass. Yeah, a lot of people. I do. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, a I lot just, of people, or my dad calls bass, uh, what, what is it, uh, green carp? Or <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, I think a bass is a good-looking fish, but I, I, I've always thought crappie have prettier markings, I guess you'd call it. My boss was trying to talk me into eating some bass the other day. Oh. Like he's like he's got overloaded with bass, uh-huh. and uh, we just got talking about because my dad needs. He's trying to talk you into it. <laughs> he's yeah. like, dude. He's like, just eat them. They're good. He's like, bass is good. I'm like, Why I'm, would he have never, to talk you into it? I've never heard of people eating yeah. bass before. You eat bass all the time. <laughs> you, there's a bee at the beginning of that, bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You've never fried up bass. Never. Dude, we used to do it all the time when I was a kid because really? you got big old slabs from them. It was easy to be. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense you'd get more meat on Now, them. crappie was better. Sure. Pull it together, man. Pull it together. See, I guess I, I grown up fishing farm ponds. Like, you would never catch enough crappie to be able to have a fish fry. Because so there, there's yep. times that kids, like, we all go down and fish. And that night, we were, our plan was to fish, catch the, enough for a fish fry that night. We would catch enough bass, you know, two, three-pound bass. You go out there and eat some bass. <laughs> we would come back, flay the bass. We might have to hit the pause button. <laughs> fry the bass. And eat the bass. And eat the bass. <laughs> I just, I've never done it before. I can't think of it. I've even before. tried bass. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> I got this. I have. I, I've, I've tried fish every way you can attempt like, to make it. Honestly, it bothers me that you haven't. I know. I, I would assume. You, I mean, you literally eat cow testicles. Hell yeah! You would eat anything an animal produces. I'll, I'll eat it, but you I'm haven't not... tried a bass before. I just—it's never I, been in I, front I, of me. Hey, I mean, it's not. Like it... This 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 whole show has just changed now <laughs> to I, shit on Micah. It's not like a high quality. I wouldn't call it like a high quality fish, but still, I mean, definitely 
tasty and edible. I, I, feel, I feel like it's like a universal, like general rule that like people don't eat bass. But like, like really? You said, but like, what? You said, on, that's but, what I thought. But like you said, because it, it's it's a sport fit. It's like a definitely, you, it's definitely. A sport I, fish, I understand know? that. So it's yeah. like like it's it's like a different like. I don't want to say it's like an off limits thing, but it's like Caden. That's well, what fuck, he, I grew up poor. I no, 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 my my dad did that too. My dad did exactly what you were saying. Farm ponds. Yeah. That's what they would do. They, they would catch bass and they would eat it. But, you know, if you could catch crappie. I, right. I, like, if you I, caught a crappie, you like, oh, right. it was like, it was like, crappie, yeah, like yeah. a filet mignon like, or something. Exactly. It was like, yeah, that was the the T-bone. Yeah. I'm not opposed to it. I just have not eaten it. That's what Caden did last year when he, uh, I posted all that on our Instagram or whatever. He, people don't. he caught that fish, brought it up to the house, cleaned it himself, then cooked yeah. it. My wife helped him bread it and then he fried it. And that so, was, it was a bass. So what's the reason people don't eat bass? Is I it think just what he was saying. I, I think mean, they consider it just like a sport yeah, fish. Yeah, I mean, it's, crappies it's, taste better, but it's not like a sucker fish. It's not like their diet's the same as a crappie. It's not like they're a trash fish. Wouldn't they have kind of the same diet anyways? Right, Aren't they I'm saying. Like, yeah, but uh, from what I've heard, since I've never been able to really <laughs> sit down <laughs> and really enjoy it. But, like, they, they do, crappie, crappie is, like, apparently way better. Yeah. Like, like, like. It's more tender. They, they say more, yeah. they say walleye is the best fish out walleye's there. Walleye is freaking good. But, walleye um, is good. Trout cooked Pike. right, it's really good. Pike, yeah. pike's real good. But like like Bony. bass, there's there's just like a certain like I don't want to say like aura like mm-hmm. aura or something to it, to where it's like you know right. It's, it's, I've always it's heard like a, it's bass, like, a bald like eagle, you can you know? taste the it's fish. Like you, it's fishy. You're like you yeah. heard that I I remember and that might have been the worst idea ever. The first fish I ever ate was a bass, and I'm like, this is horrible. So and from then life. on, I, I, a, I just kind of... It's like a fishier. It has more of like a thicker texture. Yeah. Then like a crappie is more like... Light. Light. Yeah, it's a lighter, yeah. like less fishy taste. Yeah. I don't know. Which is probably why people like it, it so much. It bothers me, man. I know. I, but, <laughs> out of anybody in this world, I would not have thought Michael Winstead had would not have been the only, ever yeah. had a bass. You know? I've eaten some weird shit. I'll That's my that. point. Like, literally... I went and shot a squirrel and ate it. You know, five minutes later, that's Micah right there, but yeah. never a bass. I've done that. Just, I know. <laughs> but you never had a bass. Of course, my family, that we've never been big fish eaters. Like, my my family don't care for fish. They'll eat it, sure, but we've, we're never ones that, hey, let's go catch our limit and right. fry everything up. I guess I was grabbing a redneck-ass family to catch a nice <laughs> bass. I'm like, hey, that's a filet right there, bud. Eat it. <laughs> okay. Yep. Next time. It's the same thing. Well, I mean, we're, yeah. we're going to go fishing. We're going to catch a couple bass. Oh, let's do it, man. We'll catch a couple crappie. I'm down for and you it. Can, and we can all try to like say, well, what yeah. do we like better? Because I'll, I'll do it. I mean, y'all know I'll try well, you're, it. You're I'm out, hit up our Sorry, you came <laughs> out of here. We'll cook you a hot dog. Dalton doesn't eat bass. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, we'll call, call up our buddy Nick at Huntervor and get a good fish recipe. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's a good idea. And we'll just have like a little smorgasbord of fish. I mm-hmm. like it. Go right out here at this pond right there. Let's do it. Caden Caden can catch them all for us. Probably put deer stands together. Well, we sh- that that definitely needs to happen. Yep. So, is there anything else that we need to cover on the crappie end of things? I, uh, not really. I mean, I think I pretty much you know gave a basic you know mm-hmm. thing. I mean, live scope is pretty much if you, if you can afford it, go out and get it. And if you're a diehard fisherman, but you don't need live scope to go out and catch a bunch of fish. But you gave a good, you know, a few tips as far as the muddy water, you know, what kind of feet or, you know, what kind of range people should be looking yeah. at and that sort of thing. Right. So, but I mean, you're honestly, dude, like if you think about it, I've talked about my son several times on this show. He is, he fishes every night at our mm-hmm. pond. If the kid had the ability to go out there 
and not only fish, but then catch 10 fish every day he oh, went, yeah. it, it would be even worse. Because yep. there's, I mean, there's weeks that he'll go down there fishing every night and not catch anything, you know, just because it's a, it's a kind of a murky uh, farm pond and it doesn't have, I don't even know what the hell's in it right now at this point. So it might need to be restocked, all that stuff. Um, you could see where, like, if you really learned live scope and you understood how to use it, well, then it's just, you know, then you're, you can become more effective fishermen. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if you're like, I mean, if you could get good at live scope and like learn it and I mean, you could pretty much provide food if you're not allergic, <laughs> pretty much provide, provide food like for yourself for forever. As long as you, you want. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is that saying, teach man to fish. Feeding for life. Buy my live scope. <laughs> <laughs> He's feeding the whole family. He's feeding everybody. <laughs> feeding everybody. So. Fool me once. Shame on you. <laughs> fool me twice. Wait, wait, you can't fool me twice. <laughs> uh, do you have any like uh, social media or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, do you, you, do you document any of this stuff? I, I do on my Facebook. Uh, Instagram, I don't really gotcha. do too much. But uh, my Facebook, I mean, you could just look up Dalton Gorm on Facebook. And, you know, I've... I, I should I should post more videos on there of like right. the live scope and whatnot. But can they know. follow the like your circuit or anything? Can is there a way to uh, look up the circuit? Yeah, and that's actually like they're, what they're doing pretty well is Crappie Masters. Um, I don't I, I don't know if they're going to have a TV series out this mm-hmm. year, but um, in the past, pretty much for the past ten years, it's been on the Pursuit Pursuit Channel or okay. or yeah. uh, it's it's on one of them, mm-hmm. and it, it would come on every Sunday at like twelve um, at, or noon. And, you know, pretty much every tournament is filmed and whatnot. And, you know, they're doing live tournament. They're like, there's a live cameraman in the boat in some of the tournaments now in the nice. Elite Series. So, like, pretty much like the MLF and whatnot, they're starting yeah. to do the camera guy in the camera. Or, uh, you got a camera boat out there. You got a guy in the boat the whole time that's filming you. Yeah. And you can watch the live feed for eight hours a day, you know, oh, that's wow. cool. during tournament days. You, I mean, to do that, I'm, is the website Crappie Masters or the Facebook page? Yeah, uh, Crappie Masters Facebook page. That's pretty much what it all goes through. Nice. Okay. Now, and this is your rut right now. Like, this is the tail end of your quote-unquote, like, crappie rut? Yeah, so this is when it becomes the worst time to crappie fish. Like, like right you, about now. This is, this is it right now. And we're recording on May 17th. Perfect timing, yeah. 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 Job. yeah, because... Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> we'll heat up again here in a little bit, right? right? It, it will. It, the summer bite will heat up, but it's like that post-spawn bite is just... It, it's, it's brutal, even with live scope. I mean... That's a pretty good fall one too, right? Like in there, one in the fall. Like, yeah, once October, I'd say October is really, really good because then there's like a little, there's like two different lulls throughout the year. There's the post spawn, and then there's just like this dead of dead heat of like July, August, where it's just you know they don't even want to move. It, it's it's just it, it you can't get them to bite whatsoever, and it can be pretty brutal that time of year. But it is definitely this is I'm I'm working the next few weekends because we're not going to the lake because. Why? No, why? Yeah. why? I, I don't want to catch you know the biggest fish that you're going to catch. It's all spawned out, so it's not doesn't weigh anything anymore. Uh. So it's like you're you're catching finicky fish right now that don't weigh a lot, that aren't very big, you know. Um, but yeah, this is definitely the worst time. But they there is still some on the banks right now, some little stragglers. But you know, it's pretty much done. So if you're listening to this, folks. Rewind time about a month. And yeah. Go fish yeah. Oh yeah, you'll catch you'll catch them then. <laughs> and so then it'll heat up August. Uh, the August frame. I'd or? say you know late June. 
Okay. And it, there, there's just like a, a month right there where it's just really, really good, where the fish are starting to feed again. And, you know, like, it's just, I, I can't explain, like, the way the bite is right now, but it's just, it's not good. Even with live scope, you put it on its freaking nose, it just, ain't got to touch it. it. No. Yeah. Okay. Now's the time to go hunt coyotes then. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> go hunt coyotes this time of year. All right, well, uh, Dalton Gorn, we appreciate your time tonight, man, and thanks for coming out and talking about some crappie fishing with us. Oh, yeah, yeah, anytime. All right, we'll see you, bud. Thank you, man. Yep, see you.